Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans. Busted Open Nation here on a Saturday. Welcome into the weekend edition of Busted Open. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry along for the ride here on this Saturday. In today's episode, we take a look into last night's Friday Night Smackdown and the celebration, the birthday celebration of the returning legend, Kurt Angle. But through that lens of that celebration, we brought in Kurt Angle's, well, potential protege. Gable Stevenson, the Olympic gold medalist, teaming with a former Olympic gold medalist and showing up last night on SmackDown for that celebration. What does it mean for Stevenson going forward and just how great of a rub is it being aligned with the great Kurt Angle? We dissect that. We also look in this episode, the return of one John Cena. That's right. If you missed the news coming up later this month, John Cena returning to SmackDown. What does it mean for his future? And could a potential WrestleMania match be in store? We dive into that. And it wouldn't be a weekend edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you our weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. So sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on a Saturday. Kurt Angle making his return to television, Mark Henry. And it was to celebrate his birthday in his hometown of Pittsburgh. The pomp and circumstance was there. But, yes, it was a celebration, a birthday celebration. It was a hometown. It was SmackDown. But, it, you know, Mark, it also felt a lot like a, a bit of an introduction, uh, a bit of a, uh, 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 a coming out party necessarily, but another uh, opportunity for the WWE Universe, Mark, to get familiar with one Gable Stevenson because I felt like he was a big part of that as well. Yeah, I, I think it's a good move also to associate an Olympic wrestling champion with Kurt Angle, somebody that's been there, done that, walked the walk, knows what it takes, and yeah. can give him the rub and some proper direction on um, what it's going to be like and how to deal with the locker room. Because, you know, don't come across as a, as a tyrant, because if Gable Stevenson wanted to take somebody down, there is nobody in that arena, including <laughs> the security, that can stop him from doing it. Including Kurt Angle, throw, no disrespect. In, including Kurt. <laughs> He'll throw all of them on their head right now. Yeah, The dude is unbelievable. So, that being said, 
he needs to be trained on how to be indoctored into the locker room. I told you one of the main things that happened to me when I first came into wrestling, I had never been ribbed before. Nobody right. played jokes on me. You know, like he's going to have to uh, be taught that, hey, man, play along to get along. They're going to have to teach him um, that you don't put 100% torque on everything that you do and can do because you might hurt somebody. Well, Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, but I like what you were saying about your point of uh, linking them optically together, right? They're, they're, their history now in the professional, obviously in amateur wrestling, you know, two of the greatest American wrestlers to ever live when you talk about Kurt Angle and Gable Stevenson, but yes, linking them together on television and, and also now linking them together in memories, right? Like the milk truck right. uh, is synonymous with the, with the history of Kurt Angle. You can't not think of Kurt Angle and not think of that moment, right? And, and hosing everybody down in the play on obviously the beer truck and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And now Gable Stevenson gets a little bit of that rub, a little bit of that linking of history. And it's kind of right. It's all it's all love, right? It's all family. It's all that professional yeah. wrestling family. And for Kurt and Gable, it's, it's very much uh, uh, it's an all wrestling family, right? There's that pedigree there. Right. And, and, and no wrestler ever got it faster than Kurt. Yeah. Kurt Kurt was the fastest study in pro wrestling history to be an elite, which he became one of the elite of the elite. Um I feel like that can be taught. I feel like with Gable Stevenson's uh wrestling acronym, uh that Kurt can impart his knowledge and his experiences on him and speed his process up. Uh, I remember for a solid year, almost a calendar year, Kurt Angle wrestled a dark match every night. That's wild. Every night he he wrestled a dark match and before he debuted on TV. And I feel like that that's something that should be um, given to Gable Stevenson. Yeah. Like put the dude in dark matches. Uh don't show him on NXT. Don't do it. I know you want to, but there's some people that you can miss with that bullshit. And, and it looks like they're missing is, it looks like they're missing him with that, Mark, because in a right. backstage segment they kind of tease potentially uh Braun Strowman inter- introduced himself to Gable Stevenson and he was like you know, hey man, when you, when the time is right, you feel like you're ready. You know, I, I'll I'd be glad to show you these hands and show you the 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 world of WWE when you're ready. And Gable's like, you're the first guy I'm gonna look up. And they kind of had like a respectful moment, but you do kind of get the feeling, right, that that Mark, that Gable Stevenson is probably gonna bypass NXT. It feels like they're grooming him yeah. for uh, whenever he does show up, right, a, a main roster sort of debut and then run whenever that may be. I guess the question I would throw to you is we are seeing him on the television, right? We are seeing him with the milk truck. We are seeing him with Kurt Angle. We are seeing him being told by the WWE uh, brass and the powers that be, if you will, Mark, that he is an important figure, right? So what do you think this means for a Gable Stevenson sort of in-ring? I don't want to say debut, but I mean, we're seeing him on our TVs, right we're seeing him with the milk truck like when do you start seeing more regular storytelling from gable and yeah mark i mean i don't know how how long do you think it should be how long do you think it will be before gable stevenson's in the squared circle you know what i don't know because everybody's learning curve is different like i said 
Uh, Kurt Angle was a year in dark matches before he got his shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the ruthless aggression promo uh, and all of that stuff came to fruition, um, and all of the um, you know Kurt isms with not drinking and <laughs> you know being a a straight laced guy and just being kind of aloof, if you will. Uh, all of that stuff came afterwards. It took a year. Yeah. So, like, uh, and, and you know what? On Gavin Stevenson's part, uh, if Braun Strowman would have offered me those hands, uh, I would have been like, it is very, very hard to throw hands when somebody's arm is pinned behind their back. <laughs> You're right. But if you feeling froggy at some point, I'd love to lock up with you. You know, like, it, it's going to come a time when it, it, Braun Strowman looks strong in that in that promo, in that, in that offer uh, yeah. of what he said. But Gable Stevenson looked like the good guy. And, and you know what? Maybe they're going to paint him as the good guy. Maybe he's going to be the endless baby face. But you can, you can also have an edge and be a baby face. And sure. uh, I, I, I think in, in, in a year from now, we'll see a whole different – uh, Gable Stevenson. The I guess the fact that he was on TV and he was put in such a big moment and, and and I mean listen, the birthday celebration, you know, the throw in the milk, the the nostalgia, all that that closed down the show. This was a big spot, you know. They have him show down yeah, with with Braun with Braun Strowman, big spot, right? That would signal to me that 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 it, it, sooner rather than later in the year of 2023 right we still got another month left in this in this year but that's about to change it, it definitely feels like again because of the placement we saw him at SummerSlam a couple years ago whatever it was here in vegas right uh the the wwe has been telling you that gable steveson is a person you should care about and someone that you should watch for the future now for for a little bit of time it would stand a reason mark that when 2023 rolls around that that gable steveson in the wwe ring is is more real and more possible than it's ever been before and i i gotta be honest i i don't see how it doesn't happen with how important they're telling us that he is yeah well i mean he's an olympic gold medalist He's the best wrestler on earth. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not being No, no, you're not you're not you're not slightly. overstating that. No, I'm not overstating this. And I told I explained to you what a what what uh a hooker was in wrestling. Man, a shooter, and a hooker. Gable yep. Stevenson is uh a guy that can play that role where you can put the title on him and Nobody's going to take it from him. Nobody. So let him learn the business. Let him understand how the locker room works. Let him get the rub from all of the greats. Randy Orton, they did it with the legend killer. They had Mm -hmm. him facing all of the legends from back. You got to find something that's going to be beneficial to his learning curve. And uh, with that being said, uh, you put, I mean, early, you put him in there with the best guys. And you tell one of two stories. Either this guy is a phenom and he can beat our guys or you have him lose. I mean, close, knock down drag outs. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, 
a whisperer comes like a Kurt and says, hey, you, there's a couple of little changes that you need to make for this level, for this sport. No. And then, yeah. bam, 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 and then you have an accent to the title. You know, when you talk about Gable Stevenson, he's a two-time Hodge winner. He's a two-time Division One national champion, three-time All-American, uh, uh, all right? And then obviously uh, Olympic gold medalist and everything that goes into that, right? If you're Gable Stevenson, I, I mean, the sell of if you're the WWE going to Gable and telling a story about coming in and your first story is him losing, Mark, I got to be honest, I, I don't see that. If I'm Gable Stevenson, I'm going to be a little protective of that juice that I'm bringing into the squared circle. Yeah, and and they would they would be the same way. They wouldn't want him to lose. I'm saying that there's two there's one of two stories. Yes, that of you course. can tell, and of course you're gonna take the 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 high road. Um, Gable, I feel like is gonna be one of those guys that's gonna get it. He just is. There's too many other things I've heard him speak. Yeah, and I, I've seen him interact with other wrestlers. And he's jokingly playing with them and talking to them. Like, that's what he's going to need in pro wrestling. Yeah. And unlike, and this isn't a knock on Kurt, right? This is just facts of what we're dealing with. Um, the the amateur wrestling pedigree is there. I understand the synergy that you're trying and the story you're trying to tell between Gable and Kurt. Uh, but this 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 is a really important sort of uh, ingredient in that proverbial stew. Gable Stevenson is a huge pro wrestling fan. Kurt Angle was not. Now, I, I, right, I again, I right. that that it doesn't really matter in terms of what they're going to do inside the ring and and, and the character they're going to be or, or ga character the Gable will be and all that. I'm just saying there's a different level of love and appreciation from the jump that that that, that Kurt didn't have. Kurt developed it. I, this isn't a knock on Kurt Angle. Please don't like take that the wrong way. I'm just saying this is this is a guy who's loved professional wrestling his whole life in Gable and and you know he is a true creative. He understands the business, right? Like it's just it's. It's a it's a different sort of um, sort of prospect that we're getting when you talk about Gable Stevenson. Yeah, I mean the dude is special. It's it's cool that he was a fan. Yeah, it's so really there, neat. There'll be little tiny nuances that he will already be familiar with, and all you got to do is say, "Hey, you remember that thing you saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna do that. Oh, that's gonna be great. And, and it's <laughs> it's easy for him to adapt to it." Yeah, um, I look forward to all of those. Hey, everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. And John, uh, in a couple weeks, December 30th in Tampa, he's going to be making his return to the squared circle in WWE as he shows up and closes down the year on SmackDown. Mark, what are you uh, expecting from this Cena appearance? You know what, man? Um, a few months ago, not even not a few months ago, a few weeks ago, um, Logan Paul called him out. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a rebuttal. If you can get that knee healthy, maybe let's do this at WrestleMania. It, mm, wow. What a. Whoo, whoo, whoo. 
John Logan Paul has been in some big spots in his short time in WWE. Obviously, nothing bigger than Crown Jewel against Roman Reigns just about a month ago, Mark. Um, but ah, John Cena at WrestleMania with the years that John Cena's put together the last few years in Hollywood and what he's been able to do, that would be a gigantic gigantic push a gigantic moment for logan paul do you think that's something the wwe would do i mean it's hard to think that they wouldn't given the fact that they did just put him in the ring with roman reigns why wouldn't they i mean like wrestlemania is about pageantry and star power and wrestlemania in los angeles you need star power if you're John Cena, do you agree to a match with Logan Paul? You okay have it working a match with that man? If you're John Cena? Yeah, I'm I'm in LA. I'm gonna catch a big fat ass check. And <laughs> I'm gonna be able to put my face in the place and keep people aware that uh yeah, I'm doing Peacemaker. Yeah, I'm in the Marvels, uh I mean the um um the DC universe. Yeah. You know, like I'm doing all of these, making these big moves, but wrestling is the date that I came to the dance with. And it's a way to keep your name in there. I mean, he's been gone long enough that there's, there's people that don't know who he is. Little kids. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. That's how quick generations move in this business. You're not wrong though. Yeah, eight, ten years yeah. old kids that's like, who, who's that guy? Yeah. Why is he? Oh important? my God, you don't know John Cena? Mm-hmm. And now they're gonna get to find out. So yeah. um, yeah, man. I mean, you gotta you gotta stay stay relevant. Do you think there would be any pause or 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 like do you think that the WWE would have to split that? Because we know WrestleMania is two nights. If the rock were to return at Royal Rumble. If Opposite he is nights. going to be, what's that? Don't put him on, don't put yeah. John Cena That's and, what I was and saying. Logan on the same show but, that but, Roman is on. Could you imagine, Mark, if this all comes to, to fruition, like the potential of what we're looking at? Steve Austin, right, has said that, or it's been rumored, right, that Steve Austin might want to have another match. He had so much fun against Austin last year, excuse me, against Owens last year. He's been working out in the training room. He's been posting stuff. I don't know what that's going to mean. I don't know if The Rock is going to come back. Obviously, there's the rumors, right? Uh, Cena's showing up on December 30th. Could you imagine a WrestleMania? Fine, two nights. I don't give a shit. But could you imagine a WrestleMania with The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Roman Reigns, uh, Logan Paul, John Cena, Pat McAfee, potentially, the like in Los Angeles, what, what this potentially you know Bad what, Bunny's got to come back. Oh my God! Potentially, what this WrestleMania could look like. You just mentioned Bad Bunny. Are you kidding me, man? Man, listen, this WrestleMania Hollywood is going to be something we're going to remember for a long time. They pulling, man. If you Hollywood centric, you're going to be there. Snoop Dogg. I mean, you name it, it's sure. going to be there. What a cool would this be for Triple H? Like, this is his first mania. He's got to be thinking about that, right? Everything. Pull it all out. 
Why you? What you saving it for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We're not promised. We're not promised tomorrow. Right. We're not promised WrestleMania the following year. I think we learned Blow that, it right? the hell out. Yeah. Blow it out. Hey, and this L.A., this WrestleMania is happening. Potentially, you say, hey, we're not guaranteed anything. You know, wrestling, uh, WrestleMania ain't guaranteed tomorrow and yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely true. We just lived through a pandemic, right? We lived through uh, the Thunderdome era. We know what the possibility of not having our favorite stars, at least surrounded by, uh, uh, you know, a crowd or what we're normally used to, right? Like, we know how precious this is. Why not? Like you said, why hold on to it? Why keep it on the back burner? Remember, it was rumored that this rock story was going to happen prior to this year, right? They, we thought this was going to be something that we saw a year or two before. But the fact of the pandemic and the way everything played out, it got pivoted and we're living it today, right? This is a timing thing. And the way that this could line up, Mark, my God, again, the names, The Rock, John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, what this could look like, uh, Hollywood, the, the backdrop, the way it's going to be set, man. And also, as we talk about the years we've been living in the new era of professional wrestling, we're living in to have that sort of star power at a WrestleMania like this. I could have really never seen this coming, Mark, but I'm here for it. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers it's weekly winter time and when i look across the uh gamut if you will of professional wrestling in the week that was for this week of uh, saturday december 10th uh i am just i mean man <laughs> i mentioned it already a couple times throughout the show but thursday with josh alexander and speedball bailey having that absolute classic on Thursday, the Usos showing up on Monday and having that match and all the things that are happening on Monday, right? Rhea Ripley, uh, Austin Theory doing his thing. Uh, obviously, when you talk about Ray, you can't talk, or when you talk about, uh, excuse me, Rhea, you can't talk about uh, Rhea without talking about Dominic Mysterio. Becky Lynch is back on WWE programming. That's on a Monday. Tuesday was heading into deadline. AEW had that fantastic Ricky Starks promo with MJF. So much great pro wrestling, Mark. It's going to be a tough weekly winner here on this Saturday. It's going to be tough because there was at least one of two really good elements on every show. Like that yeah. every show had something uh, that was, you, you mentioned, uh, or you didn't mention Chef Anthony um, <laughs> in that last call mentioned pretty deadly. Yes. That's, that's one of the tag teams that we left out earlier. Like, yeah, well, they're still um, working I, their way up the ranks, but you're absolutely correct. When you look at, you know, top tag teams of the next, you know, three to five years, whatever, if you're not putting the pretty deadly on there in terms of, of tag teams to watch, you're, you, you're, you, yeah. again, I question if you're even a pro wrestling fan because those boys can work. Hey, man, they can work their ass off. Can't you imagine seeing pretty deadly versus the acclaim? Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be, be great. So It'd be so good, man. Like, but um, 
every show had two, at least two really quality matches yep. or segments on it. Yep. So yeah, that's came, what makes it. We can't yeah. negate the fact that the whole entire week uh, was good. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I just had to put all my stock into SmackDown last night and um, um, and Dynamite on Wednesday. Uh, so it looks I know like, you, okay, uh, okay. I know, I know you're uh, the 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 match that you that Impact had. Yeah, uh, was was your favorite match of the week? But not only did I get a favorite match on Wednesday, um, I also got my favorite segment. So uh, watching uh, Samoa Joe and Darby Allen. Bro, I mean that was a pay per view <sighs> quality match, and yeah, that was my Mark, favorite. Let me match ask you this: as we talk about uh, that match uh, between, uh, well, you we were talking about the Wednesday match between Darby Allen and Samoa Joe. Um, some of the, the 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 moments in that match, some of the spots from Darby Allen, <laughs> I love it. He is incredibly like how do you exciting. Him to live. Yeah, that was year? my question. How long can he live as a professional wrestler doing this style of wrestling, bro? Because he really throws caution to the wind. You know, obviously he's made out of some different shit. I mean, rubber, some, some, some titanium, some, what the some, fuck? Uh, like what? some aluminium bones, <laughs> like Wolverine, and a, uh, and some kind of healing factor. Schnickety, schnickety. <laughs> he's 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 got to have some Gumby in him, and Gumby, damn it. <laughs> I'm Gumby. He could bend any kind of way. I don't know what the hell he made out of. Got a Wolverine. But, got a Wolverine restaurant with some adamantium and Gumby in the same paragraph. You tell me another show where you're gonna find that shit. You'll never find it. You'll never find it. <laughs> but 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 how about not only that match, but then you have the FDR, FTR, and acclaimed tag to close the show. Yeah, bro, that shit was so good. Like I was I on the edge. I was leaning forward like this. I'm leaning for y'all. Y'all can't see me. I got my hands on my knees and my nose is almost touching the screen. I, it had me on the man. It had me leaning forward. And then you have Ricky Starks. Ricky yes. Starks went out there, had a quality match, looked like a million bucks. And then of all the dirty low-down things that happened, MJF walked out to the ring. Hey, man, um, why don't you get out the ring, man? I got something that's – Ricky Starks, no, 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 player. Mm-mm. And Ricky Starks and him went mano a mano, microphone to microphone. And in my opinion, Ricky Starks came out on the top end of that battle. Which what a what a what a testament to the character to the <laughs> to the to the charisma to the abilities as a professional wrestler that Ricky Starks has because uh, you talk about talkers in the business you talk about polarizing figures in in the art of professional wrestling no one is higher on that rung of that ladder than for me than Maxwell Jacob Freeman than MJF even no. with his age right to have Starks sit in there and to 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 have that moment like you said to have the back and forth to have him in your estimation one up and MJF right. <laughs> on a Wednesday night speaks volumes to just how talented this dude is. And also to have that crowd eating out of the palm of your hand.
statement, which Ricky did. And according to reports, right, Ricky had uh, an idea of what he was going to say out there. He had some stuff jotted down. And then when he got out there, right, that completely went out the window and he just basically freestyled it and went with the emotion speaks volumes to the talent that this young man has to where he is headed. Right. And also, can we say this, Mark? Salute to your hometown crowd, man. That Austin crowd was on fire on Wednesday. And I don't know how much that got talked about this week because you really are. You could have a banger of a show and we've seen it right where the crowd, if they don't respond, if they don't give you that energy back, it kind of sucks. And it kind of brings down the whole like sort of moment. You can have a great show. You can have a great match, but if the fans don't appreciate it, if they don't vibe off of it, it can kind of be a little bit of a stinker. Conversely, when you have a magical moment and the crowd reacts in kind, like, I don't know, a money in the bank, 2011, John Cena and CM Punk. There's so many ma- matches that you can pull from to use that example. I'm just saying it's so much better when the crowd is locked in and Mark on Wednesday, that Austin crowd, man, they were locked in. You know what? They were locked in. It was loud the, from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. And they got a lot of wrestling. So, uh, shout out to all the Austin faithful, uh, Cedar Park, Leander, all the surrounding areas, uh, Lakeway, for coming and representing because uh, it was a hell of a show. It was damn near sold out within a, a couple of hundred seats. That's um, awesome. Like, it was an unbelievable night. I actually went on the radio yesterday, local radio, sports radio here in Austin, in one of the top um sports analyst Chad Hastings was there and he was saying how it was like being at a rock concert sitting yeah. in the crowd and i said wow man that's i'm glad you feel that way that's that's awesome um bully dave and i are going to go to a rock concert uh this year and do the wall of death you know i, I think Ryan you may have to uh uh, make sure that you get your uh, your insurance paid and get your medical a clean bill of health. Uh, Yo, I'm the one that's been in the pit the for the last 20 years, man. Like, I'm still going to metal shows. I'm still out there going seeing Lamb of God and, you know, Parkway Drive and whoever else might be stopping through Vegas. You don't got to worry about me, man. I've been staying in metal shape. You're the one. I mean, actually, I don't yeah, I don't even like I, no one's going to see a wall of death takes two to tango. You need someone on the other side of the wall to come together and no one is going to come at you, man. You are the world's strongest man. No Bring one's sitting it. across the wall of death and be like, you know who I'm going to go fucking hit Mark Henry. You're just going to, you're going to be like Moses, man. You're going to part that bitch. You're going to be like part in the red sea. There's hey, not going to be any wall of death I'm, with you. If I have to run and go touch the wall, then that's what I'm going to do. But if somebody <laughs> just so happens to walk on the fucking train track, they're going to get plowed. You know what trains do to cars that get on the rail, on the trail, on the train tracks? They take them for a ride. They're taking them for a ride. We, it's <laughs> not going to stop as soon as it hit. We're going, we're going all the way to the wall. Metal when, fans, when, can when, you imagine Mark Henry in a pit just ripping shit up and taking people and I'm tossing I'm running Mark- straight. I'm running straight. It's gonna look like a video game. I'm gonna be on your back like way. Master Bla- I'm gonna be on your back like Master Blaster. 
just molly whopping fools as they come by. <laughs> <laughs> I got this is this is the to visual the wall! that I need in my life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey man, before we get too sidetracked talking about Master Blaster and Walls of Death and heavy metal, because Lord knows that might get us sidetracked. That we are than weekly some, uh, winner. We still in yeah, weekly. I was gonna say winner. this is weekly. And I, I'm gonna just have to go with Wednesday. I'm a homer. Oh, bro, bro, come on. Now, hold on. Thursday had so the good. best match. Hold on, hold on. Thursday had the best match of the week. Speedball Mike Bailey, Josh Alexander going forever in what was an absolute banger of a match, man. I, I, man, listen, I had a lot of people chiming in, a lot of people giving their thoughts on Weekly Winner on socials after Thursday aired, after they saw Impact, and a lot of people were saying, man, if that ain't your Weekly Winner, we're going to have a serious problem. And listen, I understand, man. Well, There's let's a have a serious problem. There. Because oh, it really? wasn't my it wasn't my number one match. Darby it Allen, wasn't your number one match. No, it was long. Oh. I appreciated the work. Okay, I, I, I saw what they did, but still, man, like you you look at what Joe and Darby did, and apples to apples, oranges to oranges. You okay. can't say that that match was better. Just because Ooh. it was longer. Yes, I can. I would say that Speedball and Alexander was better than Joe and Darby. Well, we got ask the nation. We can't. We got me and you obviously don't agree. So <laughs> we got to ask the nation. All right. Well, we could ask them also through the lens of weekly I don't feel winner like because I'm I wrong. think. Well, I don't they listen, there's nothing wrong because art is subjective. It's just about what we like a little bit more than the other, right? For me, Speedball and Alexander, that was my favorite match of the week. But Mark, I don't know if it was enough to get my weekly winner. I'm gonna throw it to you. It is that time. We are up against it. It's time to give the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. It sounds like to me, Mark, you're leaning Wednesday. I understand. Kick ass show. I'm going I'm going with Wednesday because uh it started hot. It had a strong middle, which is unusual for any show yeah. to have a, a a middle match be equal to your beginning and your end. And then it ended with FDR and the acclaimed in a hell of a match. I mean, it yeah. was just I, I I can't I can't not give it to Wednesday. All right, Dynamite going Dynamite for weekly winner two, Mark Henry. And Mark, I, I as much as I love Dynamite and that promo from Ricky Starks, the Austin crowd, FTR in the main event with the acclaimed, putting on an absolute awesome, awesome match. I have got to go with Impact. When you put a match like that with Speedball, Mike Bailey, and Josh Alexander, and Mark, you know, when, when, when Impact these last few weeks, I would say the last couple months, they've won a couple weekly winners, a big reason yeah. why. You know this. When I talk about impact, I always talk about speedball, right? For him to get that opportunity in that moment with Alexander and to put off that match, to put on that match, I should say, I'm going impact. So we got one wing for impact, one win for dynamite. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas.
Whether you're shopping for grads, getting an early gift for dad, or just looking for a little something new or used for your shelf, you'll find it at HPB. And you'll get almost everything for an extra 20% off during the big sale at Half Price Books this Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, May 25th through Monday, May 27th. Save big in-store at your local Half Price Books and at HPB.com. Offer cannot be combined with other coupons. Exclusions apply. To learn more, visit HPB.com. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. 